Hey y'all, this is Lauren Mobley and welcome to Library on Lock. Library life can be full of ups and downs, but you can always come kick it with me and my guests to laugh, learn, and let loose. All things library, all the time. Or, you know, at least until I change my mind. Here I can guarantee you we'll mix things up and lock it down. We're back again with my library love and social media inspo, Rachel Welsh. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome back, everybody. I am here tonight or this morning, you know, whenever you're listening, with my good Judy, Rachel Welsh. Rachel, Hello. How are you? I'm great. I am, you know, riding my little podcast wave. Things are going good, though. I'm so excited that people are liking it, that we're what I'm putting out. So I'm just going to keep doing it. The first episode was so cute. And yeah, I saw all of your little, all the comments. I went in and I left a comment. You have to leave a comment for the, for the pod. Give the, give the reviews. Yes, please, please. The reviews and the follows, I guess. I don't really yeah. know how those things work, but yes. On Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. I, you know what? You are a real one, Rachel. Your podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are a real one. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm so grateful for my first two guests, Karina and Holly. And now you. Now you're part of the Library Unlock podcast crew. Look at you, girl. I feel Look very, very special. You are. You are, though. So tell us about yourself. Um, so I live in, I live on the Gulf coast of Texas. So I'm about an hour South of Houston. Um, I grew up here, um, which is, you know, interesting within itself right now politically, but, um, yeah, so I've been a librarian. This is my 10th year as a librarian, my 16th year in education. So, uh, I know I'm older than I look. <laughs> Wait, that's so cool though. 10 years? Yeah. Karina said she'd been doing it for that long too. And I know Holly's been there for a while as well. Goodness. I feel like a little baby. This is my <laughs> third is- year. Oh yeah. But you're making up for lost time though. I definitely wouldn't have thought mm-hmm. that you were. When I was a baby librarian, I hadn't, I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. But when you I'm- were a baby librarian, was there even social media? Not really. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like no shade, but like, yeah, <laughs> you it, know, it definitely like wasn't. Now. Yeah, I didn't have. So my first library job was at an elementary school um, and I didn't have, you know, like there wasn't it wasn't one that you had accounts for your schools, like school accounts wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran the Facebook account for my school, but it wasn't library specific. And then it was when I moved to the high school that I got really into um, into social media with the with the teens. Girl, and they, you are you are so good on social media. You are so good. But okay, but I want to pause that because <laughs> okay. we got some other stuff to talk about before we talk about you blowing up the TikTok and the <laughs> Instagram reels. Because when I tell you, you are consistent. <laughs> I can count on a Rachel Reed's post. <laughs> Because the girl is going to post and it's going to be That's so funny. I, but... It's because I don't have a life, Lauren. Oh, <laughs> I, have, I have nothing else but scrolling. Um, and when, when it's a happy scroll, it's nicer than a doom scroll. So if I can, if I can contribute to the happy scrolling, then I am, I'm glad to do it. I appreciate that because <clears throat> doom scrolling. Yeah. Not pleasant. Yeah. 
But so how did you even get into the library? So I actually went to college. So I went to Texas A&M University. Um, I wanted to be a veterinarian. That is the only thing I wanted to be. I started as a biomedical science major um, and then took chemistry and was like, oh, absolutely not. So <laughs> I, always, I had always been really into reading and writing as a kid. You know, I grew up in the library. My mom is a big reader. So she used to take my brother and I to the, my brother and me to the library and um, was just always a huge, I always had the most accelerated reader points in the school. Um you know, was just always, always into that. So I changed my major to English literature and people would ask me, you know, are you going to be a teacher? And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but it turns out there's not much to do with an English literature degree. So I stuck around. I, um, I did a little victory lap and I graduated in December of 2007, um, with my BA in English. And then I stayed in college station and for an extra semester. And I, uh, subbed because what else are you going to do? I worked at world market and, uh, sold wine and then, uh, <laughs> and then I, I started story. subbing and it was very much like a universe thing. Um, because my first, my first job, my first sub job was as like a kindergarten teacher and mm -hmm. I like almost left in the middle of the day. It was so stressful, but then I got the high school librarian position. So the high school librarian was retiring. And so she was taking all of her days. So it was a two week position uh -huh. and there was another librarian at the school. So I was basically just like hanging out with a librarian and, you know, I spent the whole two weeks, you know, like drinking coffee, you know, like just kind of like checking out books to kids. And um, it was so chill and so much fun. And so while I was there, I was talking to them um, and, you know, they said, oh, to be a librarian in Texas, you just have to be a teacher for three years. I was like, oh, pff, okay. And so I signed up for an alternative certification program while I was at, at the, the high school library. So my teaching career, my career in education has always been to be a librarian. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So I became a high school English teacher. I was an English teacher and then I taught theater. Um, so I did English and theater for um, six years and then got the job at the elementary library. I was an elementary librarian for five years and then high school for four. And then this is my first year as a middle school librarian. What a story. So that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so kind of like yeah, kind of all over. Had that in mind though, like, okay, I'm going into like I want to be a librarian. I, I'm actually I was an English major too in college for undergrad. Yeah. I got my master's in English education because nice. but I thought I was gonna be a journalist. That was my goal. <laughs> See, I thought about I thought about uh, majoring in journalism, but A&M changed it like the year, either a year or two before I started there and they didn't have the major in journalism. I would have had to minor in journalism. Um, um, and so I meant to, and then just, you know, got tired. So Well, I changed my mind because I, I had to take a statistics class, much like your chemistry story. <laughs> oh. And I, I was in there the first day and I was like, oh no, baby, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is not going to work. No. So <laughs> I went like the same day, dropped that class and then went to my advisor and was like, what can I do? <laughs> because yeah. this is not it. This is, yeah. this is not going to work for me. Yeah. Um, how cool. So you've been bouncing, you've been in every level. What do you think yeah. about middle school, girl? Because 
interesting. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. So, you know, like every, every district does middle school kind of differently. So when I was in middle school, what my school, my middle school was sixth, seventh and eighth, mm-hmm. but the district that I'm in now, their middle school is fifth and sixth grade. And then they have junior high, which is seventh and eighth. Right. Oh, so your school is fifth and sixth graders? It's only fifth and sixth. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. like, um, I think Amanda, Amanda Jones school is like the fifth and sixth grade. Yeah. It's, it's some districts do that. It's strange. Like everybody kind of has something different. Huh. Yeah, I was like back in my day, middle school was six, seven, eight. Yeah, and I know that's Karina is at a middle school and hers is six, seven, eight. Yeah, that's how mine is. Yeah, that's so funny. I've actually had you're my third episode and third middle school librarian. <laughs> yeah, we're on like a middle school um, crunch. Yeah. But my heart lies with high school. I must say, um, I'm definitely going to try to get back to that. Um, that's where I'm pretty passionate. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my, my end goal. I'm enjoying the kids in my school, but it's not, it's not forever. Middle school is not forever. What are some of the biggest differences between being the, yes, they are, (laughs) but what are some of the biggest differences between being a high school librarian and being a middle school librarian? Um, I will say, I feel like every level, you're kind of like the fun aunt of the school. Um, You know, you don't have consistent classes that you're in charge of. Um, I mean, even when you're on rotation, like you're not their teacher of record. Um, So the biggest difference with high school and middle school is high school. You have to work really hard to get them engaged in the program. So that's where I kind of found the fun was like coming up with activities, coming up with different things that would get them in because the high schoolers have so many things going on. So you have to really like try hard to show, to show them your, your value other than just books um, for teachers and students alike. So I did a lot of kind of filling the gaps as a high school librarian um, where I saw you know, different needs. So we did, um, around homecoming, we did a homecoming mom hospital. So I had like glue guns and ribbons. So homecoming moms, for those of you who are not from Texas are these huge, like, I think the, the kind of top of it is supposed to resemble a carnation and they're ridiculous and they're covered in ribbons and glitter and all sorts of nonsense for the homecoming game. And they wear them like affixed to their, shirts or jackets but they've become like this enormous monstrosity that's just covered and so they always break so we did <laughs> that Maybe was over falling those apart moms Mm-hmm. those moms yes. I saw I, I heard about them a little bit you know having all my library friends from Texas but I saw them in person at ASL yeah. oh that's baby. right yes I said, what? Yes. <laughs> what is this? And they're like, oh, these are small. <laughs> yes. So my mom is from New York. So I did not do the homecoming mom because that was the same thing. She was like, what? You want me to spend how much money on? Right. And they're expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah. So she was like, um, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, they, the kids, it's, 
wild and they're just hanging you know like pulling at their their clothes somebody said they have like um, backpack straps yes. <laughs> like, like, yes. wear them. Like, <laughs> they're ridiculous but yeah so I mean we had kids that came into the library to fix their mums before school even started because they were already like they're so heavy they just fall apart so that was one cool thing that we did. And it's just getting them in the door and then they can see like all of the cool stuff that you have um, and you kind of can make that connection with them. Whereas with middle school, you know, they, it's not as difficult to get them in uh, for one, you know, like most of the time, most people are on rotation or they have like regular classes. Um and they're much more interested in reading. Not that the high schoolers weren't, but it was a smaller subsection because, again, they just have so much going on. Right. Um, but, yeah, we focus a lot more on literacy, I think, in middle school and, like, the reading aspect of it. Whereas at the high school, we still had books and we still focused on, like, literacy aspects of it. But it was a lot more about community, about research and getting them ready for college. So a lot more that I did were a lot more of the activities and the programs that I did were databases, you know, how to read a scholarly journal, how to access, you know, all of these things like JSTOR, how to get into, you know, like the kids that were doing dual, um, dual credit classes, how to get into the community college libraries, because they don't, you know, they don't have that, especially in post COVID when they weren't going to the campuses and the teach everything was, you know, virtual, they didn't have anybody showing them those resources. So that was where we kind of came in and got, and we um, did a bunch of seminars on how to, how to access those things. That's going to take them through and definitely um, into college and then beyond when we did a lot of um, fact checking and, you know, how to right. misinformation stuff. So don't be duped. Everything you see on TikTok is not true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, guys, they just trying to get I a rise out of you. Sometimes <laughs> I believe those cats are talking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what did you think about that funny video with the judge who turned into a cat? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, not a I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. Obviously, like, sir. I mean, I can see that you are a cat, sir. So I don't know why you're trying to tell me differently. <laughs> Telling me not to believe my eyes. That yeah. is so funny. Yeah, I came from teaching high school. And so my first time being in a middle school was this position as a middle school librarian and I was like oh aren't y'all cute <laughs> okay let me ask so do you have the um so I called it an emergency supply station in high school do you have like, like the menstruation supplies and deodorants and stuff actually I don't house them in the media center but we do have a dignity closet if you will yeah like a dignity room where anyone who needs supplies can go and get those materials um my school yeah. also has like a pantry washers and dryers like it's a community resource oh, for cool. <clears throat> yeah. for people for not just the students but their families who may need things we do a lot of things to support our community in that aspect awesome well, yeah trying to help out where we can you know give back to the community <laughs> I actually teach or work in the same county that I grew up in so I went to middle school and high school here 
and oh, then nice. came back and taught and I'm, and I'm teaching here yeah mm-hmm. so that's important to me mm-hmm. but oh my gosh that's so awesome like because I think about the high schoolers and I'm like I feel like sixth graders are kind of like ooh, let's go to the library like, they're still kind of excited from elementary school yeah. but I'm like the high schoolers dang how do you get them in so that's awesome that you know you're giving them what they need yeah, we did a prom hair tutorial. I had a hairstylist come in and do um, like a little showcase on how to do like easy prom, like updos for kids that couldn't afford it. And then, yeah, like a lot of kids just kind of need um, just like a quiet space to hang out. So, you know, just kind of happen, like showing that we had that too. Random, do you do lunch? Um, We did, yes. So they did construction on the school, on the high school, and they, the library turned into a cafeteria space. What? (laughs) Would get their food. They would go through the cafeteria line. Uh um, And there wasn't enough space in what was the cafeteria. So they got to bring their food into the library and it was disgusting. Never again. It was so bad. So then when we moved, cause we moved into a new building and everything was like shiny and new. And like, anytime I would hear like the slightest crinkle, I was like, who has chips? Who has chips? Like, the chip bag noise. Is no. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. So we did lunch, um, at the high school, they would have to come in and get a pass. Um, and we tried to limit it to keep it, you know, kind of clean not necessarily manageable (laughs) manageable that we had enough seats for everybody um but yeah they were not allowed to bring food in that is so funny i have though um i have this one kid i let my reading ball team like one of the perks of being on the reading ball team is you can have your lunch in the media center because we never meet (laughs) so i'm like you can come have your lunch here and read or you know do what you want thanks for being on the reading ball team i appreciate you but one of my kids (laughs) she's always bringing rice man and i'm like please please the Please worst was when rice to the, to the library. I don't know what it is about cafeterias that like when they serve pizza, they have to serve corn. I don't understand it. And so every time they would have pizza, they would have, I don't get it. They, they would have this little like bowl of corn. And so there would just be corn all over. It was so gross. I did that at the elementary school. That was one of my tickets. Like one of the prizes that they could get was lunch with a lunch in the library with a friend. They got to choose a friend and they could come and like we would sit and eat together. Um, but then I would make them clean it. They would have to, I would give them, okay, here's your wipe. Like wipe it down. Baby. I forgot about that incentive. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, lunch and library, because they would love they would love that. But Jesus, please don't bring the rice <laughs> <laughs> or the corn. I don't. <laughs> so let's talk about all these videos, girl. Because, like I said earlier, you you be posting like, and yeah. I cannot keep up. <laughs> so where did you? I mean, what's like? I guess your favorite social site. Like, where do you start? I'm assuming you make one video and then you cross post them, or what? Yeah, I always start in TikTok, um, just because mm. that seems to be the easiest for me to edit and um, and to do. And honestly, I started it. I just started it last year, 
And, um, it was, I was at the high school and, um, you know, the, the kids were on TikTok and I wanted to be, right. I wanted to be cool. And at first I was like, you know, I'm not going to show myself, like, I'm just going to do, you know, um, like books or I'll get the kids to do stuff. And then I realized like, oh wait, the kid, like, that's not going to work. So I learned that I had to, um, put myself out there in order for the kids to feel safe with me, mm. to them. Um, I did feature students because they were teenagers and they all had their own accounts and <laughs> able to consent, um, with my middle schoolers, I have a library ambassador program that I took from, uh, from Karina, from Q and then from Melissa Solario. She also has it. Uh, I think they have the same program. And so I stole it real fast when I got to middle school and realized I wasn't going to have TAs or AIDS anymore. And, um, in the, they have an application that they have to fill out and they have to have their parents sign it. And part of it says that, um, they're giving their children permission to appear in the school library, social media, because I do have a school library account. Um, and so I'll, I post them on that account. Um, but I still try not to like show faces too much or to do anything that's like overexposing them. Um, but once I started posting myself and once the kids started seeing it on TikTok and then I had the high school library page that I would post them to, um, then the kids had a lot of buy-in into it and they actually started coming to me with ideas. Like they had, like one girl had a whole folder of sounds that she wanted, that she thought that would be good for the library. It was really funny. Um, and I would just kind of ask the kids, like, do you think this is funny? And and sometimes they would say no and I would do it anyway because I thought it was funny <laughs> I love that because <clears throat> that's a great idea because I'd be stressed out like not stressed out but I'm searching through these sounds I'm mm -hmm. searching through these sounds like and I wish I had a little team of sound finders now I'm gonna put that on my library ambassadors like I need y'all to bring yes. me some sounds and then connect it to something in the library <laughs> that makes well, sense funny because and it's funny because you are probably on a different algorithm than your kids um, right. I, I definitely mind all like <laughs> teacher burnout and like puppies and stuff um so <laughs> The kids last year would come up and be like, you need to do more things that are on trend. And I was like, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I am very trendy with fellow millennials. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. There was something that was like from some Lyle, the crocodile movie with Sean Mendez. And they were like, <laughs> they were cracking. I thought it was the dumbest thing, um, but they had me do it. And, and it got a lot of likes. It was some like, La, la 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 do you know what I'm talking about uh-uh it's not no, on my it's not on my feet girl it was <laughs> so weird and they were telling me uh, they were kind of instructing me on what to do and I was like this is the dumbest thing it's from some movie and they just thought it was they thought it was hilarious and I was like oh okay that is so funny yeah, yeah. I gotta <clears throat> recruit them I have yeah. to recruit them so that they can help me get my page popping with the cool stuff I like that in your TikTok bio you're like um, um, something cool, not cringe. Yeah, girl, I'm real cringy. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah, I probably am too. But I like to deny. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a cool mom. You are Which a cool the, mom. <laughs> the fact that I say that isn't makes me not cool because the kids don't even understand the mean girls things anymore. Oh my god, the mean girls musical! I'm so excited about. But that's like too off topic. <laughs> 
I'm ready. I'm so ready for this. Um, yeah, I mean, I just figure if I laugh, if I make myself laugh with something, then I just figure that I'm going to make somebody else laugh. So we've got some other things in common besides our love for mean girls. We both love freaking RuPaul's Drag Race. I almost started this with Drag in General. Hello. <laughs> you should have. I should we have. Can, we can edit that in. Yes, yes. I hello, hello squirrel friends. Yeah. Right. Love RuPaul's Drag Race. And we're both super tall. How awesome yes. is that? How tall are you? Six? I'm six one. You're six. See, I'm only six. You're still tall, girl. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I always forget, and then I'll stand next to somebody who's like five two, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> well, the kids remind me every day. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's funny too, because whenever I do meet people offline in person, they're like. You're really tall. <laughs> yep. I'm like looking down like, yes, I, I, always, like, I always feel like I kind of have to warn people. Do you do that? You're like, just so you know, I am actually a very tall person. No, no. Going to be surprised. No, not anymore. Now, look, when I was this is also off topic, when I was like, you know, dating on the apps and stuff, I'd be like, hello, <laughs> heads up. Yeah. Like you may have in your profile that you're six feet, but I will be able to know if right. you're actually 5'10". <laughs> That's so funny. I'm sorry my voice sounds so freaking grouchy. <clears throat> um, Tis the season for... Right! Yeah, I had this horrible cold like right before Thanksgiving break. Oh gosh, we are on the struggle bus. It's almost Christmas though, so if we can just hang on. Just no, gotta keep pushing, y'all. Just Good keep luck. on pushing. Um, oh my gosh, we, we've been talking, girl. Before <laughs> I let you go, I was gonna ask about your advocacy roles. Um, you're involved mm -hmm. with Tassel and what is Proco? Oh, so PROCO is, now it's called Conference Planning Committee. It was the programming committee for the, um, for the TLA annual conference. So basically I like helped put the conference together and we, I did the 2021 conference, um, which was super fun. Um, it was difficult. So that was the one, it was right after COVID, um, so we planned it. It was um it was a it was planned to be a completely virtual conference. Oh. So it was interesting. Um yeah, advocacy is very important to me. Um I'm very involved with the Texas Association of School Librarians. Um I believe very strongly in representation and all of our students need to feel represented in the library. I mean, at bare minimum, because they are in the world. Um, I feel like all kids need to be able to see themselves and that goes for the way that they look, the experiences that they've had. That's one of the big fights that we have, especially in Texas, you know, with all of the house bill, Senate bill, all of the, um, kind of, um, difficulties that we're having with book banning and book censorship, um, especially around what is considered sexually explicit when it comes to experiences that kids may have, even though it's ugly, you know, like we have kids that are assaulted both physically and sexually. And to just because a book might depict that in what an adult might think is an explicit way, 
doesn't mean that that's not something that somebody has gone through and to completely erase that and saying like this, this is wrong and this is bad. Well, what are you saying about the person that that represents? You know, like if somebody can find solace and to feel less alone by seeing their experiences in a book or knowing that they're not, you know, they're not weird or they're not dirty or bad because something has happened to them. I think that's very important. Um, and it's something that we need to remember. Um, and it's hard because those things are ugly and those things are bad and they're, um, difficult to read. Um, but it's important for kids to feel supported in those ways. Absolutely. I'm still seeing. And I just feel like it's so important for, for all librarians. Like we have a big responsibility, but yeah, absolutely. Like all librarians should be advocates for their students and just thinking about how important representing every single student's experiences is. So thank you for that. That's really, really insightful, Rachel. What are you reading, girl? You just mentioned um, some, some hot books. What are you reading? So I have spent my year, so I was on the um, Tayshos reading list committee, which is the um, reading list that TLA has for nine through 12th graders. So I spent my whole year reading young adult books and um, man, there's some good young adult books out there. Um, mm. It is not the same as when we were kids. And it was a really, it was a really great year full of books. So my favorites for the year, are The Black Queen by Jamada Emile. Um, Dear Medusa by Olivia Cole. Those are really good ones. The House of Marianne by J. Cole. Um, and what I'm currently reading. <laughs> so I am rereading The Lightning Thief, <laughs> oh. the Percy Jackson, the Rick Rorden, um, to prepare for the new show that's coming out. So I haven't read it since I was an elementary librarian. Then I read it with a bunch of my students. So I wanted to kind of remind myself kind of wash the movie out of my mind no and i have never seen that movies are terrible. The i have movies... never read it i've never seen it like well if the movie isn't bad if you forget that it's based on a book it's just it changes oh, okay. so much but the show is supposed to be um really good i saw rick Rorden came to houston and i went and saw him uh, with the blue willow uh bookshop did an event with him and it was so cool and so he was very involved in the show so i'm i'm very much looking forward to that yeah. I need to so, yeah, hop so on his train. I need to hop on the Rick Riordan train and really put some respect on his name because there are so many books that's like Rick Riordan presents. Rick Riordan presents. Yes. Presents, presents. It's like okay. So good. Yeah. Yeah. He is he really he um he puts his money where his mouth is, you know, like he wanted to to do different mythologies, but he said, you know, like I don't know these mythologies. And so he got authors in kind of like an own voices kind of way um to that. represent those. So they're very, very good. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to some uh, some holiday rom coms. I like uh, reading book versions of Hallmark movies, basically that are <laughs> awful, terrible. Funny. They're like I cannot. <laughs> oh, they're but they're so bad. But... Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I was in a book club with my friends, and hold on, my friends have terrible taste. Friends, if you're <laughs> listening, <laughs> I don't like y'all books. <laughs> That's the book club. It gets you out of your comfort zone, right? Like, uh, and I was like, I'm picking all the books from here on out. <laughs> what are you reading? <laughs> um, I'm reading. I'm listening to. I just finished listening to like today, actually, "The Darkest Child" by Dolores. Ooh, I don't forgot her last name. Oh, Dolores Phillips. 
Ooh, okay. Um, and that's so good. 1950s, 60s, Black family, and just some good Southern drama. Um, yeah. And I'm also reading Mexican right now. <laughs> uh, I just got that in the library. I just ordered it. Yeah. The, the kids love it. The kids love yeah. it. That's always gone. So it nice. was a pleasure, girl. Look at Thank that. Thank you so much for having me. I feel Kinda. so honored. I thought like we could keep going, but I'm a. I'm, I know. Look, I got a lot of compliments about the podcast being short. So we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it short. <laughs> All right. We will just have to kiki another day. Yes. And we'll have Rachel come back another time, perhaps, if she'd be so gracious, because it was wonderful. Anytime. Anytime <laughs> I can spend with you. It's a pleasure. Um, before you go, please tell yes. our listeners where they can find you. So um, on Instagram, I am at Rachel Reads. Rachel is spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L-R-E-A-D-S. And then on Twitter and TikTok, I'm Rachel Reads with an underscore after it. All right. Well, you guys be sure to follow Rachel because she will have the content. Have you laughing, honey? A little loud of crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. She is so funny. I freaking love Rachel. Thanks for listening to us be silly and chat about our libraries and a little extra. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review, sharing with a friend, or following for more content. Next week, I am so excited to share my chat with the incredible librarian and leader of the new cool, none other than Billy Allen.